Breakups and divorce can be extremely painful, lonely, and confusing. But I believe your breakup can be your biggest breakthrough. I'm Lindsay Ellison, author, coach, speaker, and single mom of two awesome young men. Welcome to a podcast about finding joy and inner peace after a breakup. You may not be able to see what's on the other side yet, but I promise if you do the healing work, your life will transform in ways you never thought possible. Welcome to Unbreakable You. About 15 years ago, I was on the couch tuning into Oprah as I did every day at 4 p.m. when I was a stay-at-home mom. And there was a woman who wrote this little book called The Secret, which was all about the law of attraction. I was blown away by the concept of how our thoughts become things and that if we were to change our thoughts, we can attract anything we want. We place the order with the universe and boom, we get it. Well, that book, The Secret, became a bestseller overnight and was later turned into a movie. The book is what I call Oprah-fied, which means it was launched into the mainstream media. And when that happened, I believe the concept of law of attraction was turned into an enlightened woke movement, which took away the laws of physics and the science behind what it actually is. Over the years after that book, I really was invited and inspired to become a student, if you will, of law of attraction. And so since then, gosh, over the past 15 years, I have read tons and tons of books on quantum physics. And what I found interesting is that this stuff dates back centuries ago, even biblical times, even before biblical times. So law of attraction is not a new thing, but the term law of attraction only became, you know, a phrase within the last 30 years. And so before that, We used words like consciousness, vibrational energy, alchemy, magnetism, etc. But basically, for those who don't know much about law of attraction, law of attraction is that you attract whatever you give your energy, attention, or focus to. So if you're thinking about it, you're attracting it into your life, positive or negative. Thoughts become things, and it's that simple. So we are energy, and in fact, Everything is energy, but our thoughts have a very high or low frequency depending on how positive or negative our thoughts are. So when we have a thought, it creates a vibration in the form of energy, and that energy can only match with the same frequency of another like-minded energy wave, okay? So if that all sounds too weird, if you don't believe in that, or if it's kind of hard to get your mind around energy, because we can't see energy, energy is not a physical, visual thing that we see. So if you don't believe in that or, or understand it, just put your hand in a bathtub of water and move it around. Start doing it and slowly moving it around. But the more frantic and the more rapid you move it, the more waves you create. So really, water and wind are probably the only visual proofs that this kind of energy exists. And boy, can we see the damage both can do, right? So water and wind are tangible elements of energy. Our thoughts do the exact same thing, yet they are intangible. We cannot see it. With that, like attracts like, and whatever you think, you get. It's that simple, right? Huh. Well, no, it's not. I don't think it is. So I have spent 
years reading book after book on positive thinking and doing manifesting exercises, hoping, wishing, thinking positively about the things I wanted in my life, only to find that I would always default back into my old thinking patterns. And so after a month or two of doing this, I would give up on law of attraction altogether. And I just felt as though the universe or God just didn't care about me. And then I go right back into the victim mode and I'm all alone and uh, everything's an uphill climb. Well, a couple of years ago, everything changed for me. And most of you know my story. If you don't, I do talk about that in last season's episode, but I talk about the greatest meltdown of my life. I had the greatest meltdown. Through that journey, And because of that meltdown, I discovered this thing called childhood trauma, which you all hear me talk about nearly on every episode. Once I learned the tools to unravel my adapted self and finally step into my authentic self, I saw a massive shift in my thinking. And then I saw everything around me was impacted. So everything around me just got better. And so if you've not heard me talk about or don't understand what I mean by adapted self and authentic self, I have an episode that I just produced, the one prior to this one, that you can learn all about that. But anyway, so that's when everything changed and everything started to really click for me. Most people cannot manifest the thing they want nor practice the laws of attraction because their brains are wired for survival. And so if you've experienced trauma, whether in childhood or in a marriage or in a relationship, then your brain has been conditioned to be on the lookout for danger. And if you've experienced repeated trauma, your brain is now hypervigilant to look for even the slightest cues of danger. And then it gets programmed to see things as threats when they really aren't. And then our nervous system becomes programmed to be on high alert for any change. Even the slightest shift of wind in our sails, we are ready to fight, flight, or freeze because that is how we survive. And that's how we've learned to survive. And that's how our bodies have been programmed to survive. So within the mind of a traumatized brain, any change is seen as a threat. This is why we freeze, so we can stay still and not be hurt. So if any change is seen as a threat, then we are in exact conflict within the laws to attract the things we want. Because the things we want aren't the things we have, so therefore a change must occur to get those things. Boom. Our egos stop those things in our tracks because we are too afraid of change. So your conscious mind, the one that operates every day, your conscious mind operates the things you want. When you say, I want a new car, or I want to get out of debt, or I want a job promotion, that's your conscious mind operating. And I want you to think of your ego as the gatekeeper to your conscious mind. Or maybe I should say your ego is the gatekeeper of your conscious mind. And your ego will determine what is or isn't allowed so that it protects you. And remember from previous episodes, our egos 
are the chief operating officer of our past, and they pull up memories and events to operate your state of being. Then your subconscious mind, which is your third brain. So we've talked about your conscious mind, then your ego. So then your subconscious mind is there. I want you to think of it there on the sidelines and is watching your conscious mind and your ego mind hash things out. And therefore, it will then produce subconscious thoughts based on what ego and your conscious mind are saying to you. And it is your subconscious mind that is taking in all that information. And that is the part of the brain that sends it out to the universe and connects with it. So there's a book called The Subconscious Mind. Just Google that in Amazon or You can't Google something in Amazon, but look it up. Google it. Look it up in Amazon about the power of the subconscious mind and the level of uh, the, the vibrational waves that come from our subconscious mind. So think of that as the most dominating part of our brain and having the strongest level of vibrations and what we think. Okay. So if your conscious mind is saying, for instance, I'm ready for a soulmate, but then your ego mind is saying, well, wait, be careful. You could get hurt again. You could get rejected. And then it's going to scan for every narcissist asshole out there. It's going to look at all the good guys or the good girls and wonder what's wrong with them. And your ego then and your conscious brain are now in conflict. Okay, so your conscious mind is saying, I want a soulmate. Your ego mind is saying, watch out. So now your subconscious brain produces thoughts that are confusing and unsure. So one minute you want love, the other minute you're scared, and you go back and forth and you're not sure. And voila, you've just attracted the greatest person in the world who isn't available. So you see what happened? Your confused mind attracted a confused person. It's pretty fascinating, right? Okay, so how the hell do you fix this? How can you make law of attraction work for you if your ego is on overdrive. All right, well, I'm going to sound like a broken record, but here it is. You have to heal your trauma to tell the ego that you've got this, that you're not worried about getting hurt because you've proven to yourself that you not only have survived your getting hurt, but you have thrived from it. You have learned so much about yourself and where you need to grow and where you departed from your authentic self during this entire shitty relationship. So you got to remember though, your ego, this is really important to know. You might be saying, all right, Lindsay, well, if I let ego go away, would that prevent me from seeing red flags? No. Okay. So your ego actually is not in charge of your actual survival. It just thinks it is because it falsely uses the past to shape your present. I want you to think of it as a faulty defense mechanism that gets in the way of our actual survival. So your ego does not have the power to stop your heart or save your life. It just thinks it does. So when you actually need to survive and when your life is actually being threatened, you're not going to be thinking at all. Amazing, your body will do whatever it takes. And all emotions that are operated by ego, they just go away. They shut down. I'm going to give you a funny example about this. So last summer, 
my 16-year-old son was working at a little Greek diner, a little Greek restaurant that's local to this area, the best gyros in the world. And he was working the front desk, as he always does, the front counter. And the weather was really bad. I was working at home, of course. It was around 3, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. The skies turned really gray. And by the way, I live in Maryland, so we don't really – we're not supposed to get tornadoes. But over the past couple of years, we've been getting a lot of tornado warnings. I always ignore them, honestly. But that particular day, that little alert thing came onto my phone and my other son was home with me and it was tornado is coming or tornado warning, take cover. And I was like, maybe we should go to the basement. And just as I said that, my 16-year-old son called me and said, they just had a direct hit with a tornado. And at first I thought he was like messing with me. But then he instantly turned the call over to FaceTime and I could not believe from where he was standing, the roof was, I saw the sky. The roof was blown off. This tornado was an F3, literally went right over the building. And he was terrified and freaking out after the event, after it happened. And when the whole thing was over and I got him home to safety, it was a very long, crazy story of how I got him. But when I got him home and the excitement kind of wore down, I had a very important conversation to him about fear. And I said, I want you to walk through what happened. So what happened was, is that he sees the funnel, the glass door flies open. He instinctively went to grab it and to close it, of course, creates a pressure chamber. And then the windows and everything exploded. And he literally jumped about six feet over the counter over the serving counter and hid under a mat. He knew one of those disgusting rubber mats. He instinctively knew to do that within seconds. And the whole ceiling fell down on him. And other than some minor cuts and scrapes and some bloody stuff, not a bone was broken and he was not hurt. No one was hurt, which was amazing. It was a miracle. But I asked him, in that moment, your life is now completely in danger. Were you scared? And he said, no. And I rest my case. Okay. So that's my point is when your life is in danger, you actually aren't scared. Everything shuts down. Now, of course it catches up to you afterwards and all of these emotions show up and your brain is processing. And you know, when we have trauma, we can actually have PTSD. Okay. That's not what I'm talking about. But when our lives are being actually threatened, we can think so clearly it's unbelievable. So this is the difference. This is why I'm pulling out the difference is that when you're thinking about talking about finding your soulmate and you're, quote, scared of getting hurt and you're having survival emotions around that, that is your ego in charge. That's actually not real. It's an illusion. You are not in the state of your current reality. And when you are in that place, it takes over and interferes between your conscious mind of what you want, and then the subconscious mind takes over and processes all of those things. Okay, so if our egos are responsible for our past and creating emotions based on events that are not happening in that moment, then any efforts of manifesting change will be hijacked by your ego. And this is what we call sabotage. So this, 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 this is why I get frustrated 
with any books about law of attraction because they completely overlook one of the most important things that happens to us is trauma and what it does to our brain, what trauma does to our brain. But when we are able to safely expose our trauma, dissect it, heal from it, and then use it for our benefit and not our detriment, meaning we allow it to give us our breakthroughs instead of our breakdowns, then and only then are we able to attract what we want. So it's funny, today I knew I had to record a podcast episode and I honestly did not know what I was going to talk about, but it's on my calendar. I block it out every day of the week or once a week. But this morning I was talking to my client who has been in my program for only four weeks now. He cannot believe how rapid the changes have been occurring in his life. He said he's been full of ideas, he's getting into writing, and he sees the world completely differently now. And things are coming together with such rapid clarity. And that was the word he used, rapid clarity. And it's really because of my course, Break Up Breakthrough. I cannot wait to have him on my podcast. He's going to come. So stay tuned for that because I, I'm really excited because I can't wait to share and have him share his journey with you guys because his transformation is really remarkable, especially of the stuff that went through in his past. So stay tuned for that. But the reason why he's experiencing so much joy and amazing change is because he has trained his ego to stop looking for threats. And therefore, his nervous system is calmer, allowing his subconscious mind and conscious mind to connect without the ego interfering. And therefore, his nervous system is calmer and no longer producing energy waves that attract chaos. So there you have it. Law of attraction explained the way I think it should be, or at least my version of it. So one of the things I want to just kind of give you kind of food for thought today. So here's an exercise that you can experiment with to kind of kick this off, to really understand where your ego is sabotaging the things that you want. Of course, you want to write everything down as if you're placing the order. But then you're going to do a little exercise about who you are versus what you want. Okay. So you attract who you are, not what you want. You attract who you are. So if you're joyful, you're going to attract joyful things. If you are in chaos, you're going to attract chaos. So I want you to take a look at maybe the last six months, if you're having a really tough time, write down the person that you've been. Have you been doubting, anxious, worried, scared? So write down some words of who you have been over the past several months. And then next to each of those words, I'd like for you to write down the thought, what thoughts have been coming out of this state of being. I'm worried that I don't believe in myself because I'm scared because, and then what has been the outcome of that? And I want you to be really honest. Maybe you've met someone who's also in a chaotic state. Maybe you've started to date someone who has got one foot in and one foot out. And it doesn't have to be an exact match of their situation, but the energy is the match. And then I'd like for you to write down of who you'd like to be. So who are you now? 
And because the universe does not understand this concept of time or space, that's something that the human beings that we've created, our brains have created this concept of time and space, but universe does not know. So it does not know the difference between what's happening now versus what happened tomorrow, what happened yesterday, because all there is is now. So if you were to then create some statements of who you are now, it's basically who you want to be, but start saying, I am believing. I am calm. I'm excited. I'm optimistic. I'm deserving. I am worthy. If that's the kind of person you want to be, what are the thoughts you'd like to have with that? So if it's believing, I believe that I am capable of anything. I am calm no matter what thing comes at me. And then what is the outcome that you would like to have? And so with that, that's your little map. I want you to use that as your blueprint to get started with this whole law of attraction thing. And if you're finding that you've got trauma and this repeated thought that keeps coming up, reach out to me. This is where my breakup breakthrough course is your magic, magic tool to get through this. You can click on the link in the show notes, and then that's going to take you to an application to apply and book a call with me. So I'm going to ask you if that's you today, I look forward to hearing from you. Until then, I'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening. If you haven't already, make sure you sign up for your free subscription to Blessings of a Breakup, where you will receive daily spiritual guidance on getting out of your pain and back to who you really are. Go to my website at lindsayellison.com. Oh,